Something's coming round the bend. Hey, welcome to Around the Bend with Brenda Lynn. I'm Brenda Lynn Allen, and we have so many exciting things coming around the bend today. First, a message from our wonderful sponsor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain a few things. It is absolutely free. That's right. Nada. You will not pay a thing. There's creation tools that allow you to record. You can also edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on places like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more other platforms. You can also make money from your podcast with your sponsors. There's no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everybody, this is Sean Carson. You are with Cam Fletcher and a lovely Brenda Lynn Allen. We are zooming around the bend. WKRM. How you going, Sean? Hey, what's going on? Look what I have. Dog chain. This is yes. the Sean Carson keychain. Sean Carson dog chain. Wow. Dog chain keychain. Wall How hanging. Yeah. I only deal in high-end trinkets, okay, Cam? <laughs> <laughs> this was sitting in the uh, radio station one day and Sean had left it there and I just saw the little pink tassel and I was like, oh, I really like that. What is that? And it was for me. I was excited. So, oh, so here's a little, uh, you're supposed to be able to make that a diffuser or something. What? <laughs> yeah. It's like you spin essential oils on that thing. Oh yeah. That's you can. Cause it's made of felt. That yep. is cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm liking it. That's also good for your mood. Depending oil. on which essential oil you use. So, Sean, tell us a little bit about yourself. I'm probably the biggest star you've ever interviewed, Cam. Okay, I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> He's amazing. I'm probably the, uh, the uh, house had one put this. I don't know. I don't, I don't even know what to tell you about myself, Cam. I just, uh, I'm from Canada, so I thought about if you and I went on tour, <laughs> we could be the down yonder, the, the down under, and the up yonder tour. <laughs> Yeah. No, so I don't know. I've been playing music my whole life, Cam, and I traveled. Uh, I was on the road from like a young guy, like 14, I went on the road and uh, did like, they're talking about all this schooling now where it was like on the internet. I had to like actually get stuff mailed to me at different hotels and clubs that I played at. Until it's part of the agreement with the government of Canada. They would let me, they would let me tour on the road if I continued my education. And that lasted two months. I just quit giving my address. So Honestly, I dropped out of eighth grade, and here I am. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't learn anything past eighth grade, so, yeah. <laughs> Me neither. And then no, I, but- I came off the road when I was 41. I just quit. I just got tired of it. I never I never thought that I would, like, I went through a bitter depression. I was on the road, and I couldn't figure out why I had it made. I mean, I really had – I was living – really living my dream. It just – then it dawned on me. I was like, I'm just tired of traveling around, you know, just tired of going around and around. Your whole family, though, is in country music or in music in general? Yeah, my mom and dad, I, that's how that was one of the uh, one of the reasons that I was able to get out of school is because I was actually going with my parents. And uh, otherwise, it wouldn't have happened because I was if I was 16. Yeah, but I was 14. And uh, as a matter of fact, this is well, I want this a boring story. But yeah, so I was I was 14. But that was that was how I was able to do it. Um, I had a chance to go with Charlie Pride when I was a kid, too, in Dallas, Texas, but I couldn't because I was too young. But you did work with him a little bit, though. No, I never did. I backed him up a few times because I, I played guitar for Neil McCoy, and, and Charlie Pride actually discovered Neil McCoy, so we saw him a lot. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, got him up to sing a lot, you know, and things like that. But, um, boy, I'll tell you, like, just he's just when he walked in the room, like, just – I know I've told Brenda this a thousand times. But, I like you know, it. <laughs> It's like there's certain people that 
you know, they just enter the room and you just, you just turn, you like something, you feel something's changed, something's happened. And it's like, he had that, that star power. They call it, they had that magnitude, you know, it's crazy. I mean, it's just crazy. Just, and like, like the very first time I ever got to talk to George Jones, he's my favorite country singer ever. I couldn't think of one thing to say to him. I stood there looking at him and he was like, kind of just standing there looking at me I didn't, I couldn't think of one thing to say to him. Not, I'm thinking, what an idiot. Like, you kidding me? <laughs> like, here he is. And I think that he just started talking. And I think part of it was, is that I wasn't German him to death. I didn't get a picture. I didn't get an autograph. So I thought, man, just give the guy just five minutes, you know, of just being normal. And, but it was great. So I, that led to a great conversation, actually. But I didn't, I didn't really ask him too much. I just, the only thing I asked him, you know, or he asked me uh, something about, I can't believe I'm still going at this age. Like he just kind of set it off the cuff. And I said, Are you kidding me, George? I said, like, you're a global name. I mean, why wouldn't you be going, you know, this long? Yeah. Because, well, I just thought, you know, all these young kids coming up. I said, well, they all want to be you. So we're in an era of pop music. Yep, we sure are. It all works together, though, you know? Yeah. You know what? It, it does. Here's my only complaint about the music <laughs> nowadays. My only, only complaint. Not It's nothing against them personally, but my only complaint is that I wish stations would play more of just country music, period. Like Buck Owens to Lady A to... Charlie Pride to Luke Bryant, you know, instead of just, and then I got one more complaint. Then I'll be done complaining. How <laughs> is it? Why is it when there's a CMA award show, there's always got to be some high name actor, some rock and roll act to go up and host. But yet, you know, where's George Jones on the MTV awards or whatever they got nowadays? What's looked, up they could, they could have had me last year and the year before, but, but it's all good. You know what, though? That's what's cool about doing the thing at WKRM, you know, and playing the music there because we just mix it all in together, you know, and that free, the, that freedom at that station is a great thing. And I'm kind of seeing that more, you know, doing what I'm doing. You you get to talk to other stations and you pay attention more and you see that going on a little bit more. So I think we're in a transition. <laughs> you know, I think we'll yeah. see more and more of that. I think hopefully. it's because there's an age right now of of, of uh like someone that's my age that remembers the old older country music and then is very much a part of the new stuff. So I think there's a whole age range right now where there's still, you know, that blend going on. It's not like the fifties or sixties where it was just that type of music. You know, there was yeah. only Buck Owens and Del Reeves and Katie Wells and things like that. They didn't have, you know, if it wasn't fiddle and steel, it wasn't even on the radio. Mm -hmm. But now I think, now I think we're at that point to where I'm at an age anyway, I'm 53 and it's like, I was there for Conway Twitty and I'm here for Garth Brooks, you know, that sort of thing. So yeah, I love it. But yeah, WKRM is, is good about that. I've, I listen to that station a lot. They, boy, they got this one guy they play. I just, Hmm. Uh, I think his name is uh, Car Car Cartwell. No Carson. Carson. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. He's got a uh, no fault. No, no blame. That's the no, one. No yeah. fault. No name. <laughs> <laughs> I love that song. It's a great song. I love your hair. I mean, good grief. You're looking good, Brent. I mean, what? what uh, I, I don't, I'm, I used a new shampoo. That's all. Is that what it is? Yeah, I think so. It was extra fluffy today. I walked in from the radio <laughs> station and my husband said, your hair today. I said, I don't know. It just got <laughs> fluffier. <laughs> well, I, I don't have any hair. I don't know what kind of shampoo I use. I don't even buy shampoo anymore. Back to your song then. Your song. Uh, 
no fault, no blame was uh, is just Teresa K. Nichols. Boy, what a sweetheart. Yeah, we got a shout out to her. She, you know what she told me? She gave me permission to say her name on the Zoom tonight because I was going to be on here with two of her very favorite artists. I heard guys. that, too. I heard that. I texted her a little bit ago. Yeah. And uh, she said to say hello to Cam. So hi. she keep, she keeps quoting your last Zoom video, which we won't go into, <laughs> but you'll have to go back to Around the Bend podcast to hear that. But I think but I yeah. heard it. Is yeah. it about the airplane? Did. But yeah, let's not get into the airplane again. We have to edit that out. <laughs> That's a great joke, though. I've told it. And I butcher it every time. Nobody laughs when I when I say it. Then I go back and I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot to mention it was an airplane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody has got a kick out of that this week, though. It's been so much fun. Damn, I love your music too. Oh, thank you very much. Absolutely, absolutely love it. It's it's my kind of stuff. Right, that reminds me of the West Coast stuff. Buck Owens, Dwight Yoakam, reminds me of that. Yeah, that's correct. Very humbling. You should have me over, and we'll we'll do that tour. I don't. It might be like two pubs, but who cares? <laughs> Yeah. Anything that you've got to have, though, like if you do a lot of traveling now, the government's going to demand that you have the vaccine. So yeah. I'm not sure. Where do they give that? Do you have to pull your pants down for that and sit in the, the VR it depends or what? If, it depends if you're in Canada or not, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Take it how you want. If you're, in, if you're in Canada, you got to pull that as good as Why do you have to go there, Cam? <laughs> well, you've got to have some funny content. You know? <laughs> I got some funny content right now if you want to hear a story. Yeah, tell Thank us you. a story. I'd love to hear it. We're, uh, stop me, Brent, if you've heard this, all right? No. <laughs> tell back, it. Back in the mid-'80s, my dad and I, we went to England. We were on this tour for, for England, Scotland, and Wales. And since they drive on the other side of the road there, we thought it'd be a good idea to hire a driver. Like we could afford that, you know. So we hire this driver and we go to the uh, promoter's house and we meet this driver and we're looking around. We're saying, well, where's our guy? Well, he's probably out in his car. So we're looking in his car. He's asleep. He's asleep because he's drunk. We wake him up. I'm like, dude, you going to be okay to drive? Oh, yeah, yeah. Good to go, mate. Good to go. Okay, but I'm going to tell you, that guy, and I'm not promoting drinking and driving, but that guy could drink and drive. He could drive all night. Now, granted, he'd be all over the road. We'd be white knocking. We didn't sleep in between gigs. There was no way. But he got us there. But anyway, we're in downtown London, England. We got a big Mercedes van that's got seating up front and then the car going in the back. Well, there's like a wall <clears throat> behind where we're sitting. Have you heard this story, Brandon? <laughs> no. <laughs> and my dad and I and this driver and a drummer. A drummer that we barely know. I mean, it was a nightmare freaking trip. Not a drummer. <laughs> There's always a drummer in there. <laughs> so anyway, we're driving downtown London, England, and we hear this pounding on the side of the van. And my dad, I don't know why, starts freaking out. Go, just drive. Driver's like, oh, okay. And away we go. And downtown London, England, is red light after red light after red light. And every time we stop, they're banging on both sides of the van now. And my dad's like, oh, my God, just drive. I'll pay the fine. Okay. And he's driving. And this driver's taking off. I mean, he's, he's hightailing it through downtown London, England. And about the fourth or fifth red light, the van is just being pummeled by all these people. <laughs> dad, my dad, I don't know why, I says, just go. He said, they hate Canadians. They're going to kill us. I said, where are you getting this information from? Like, 
Anyway, we finally stop, and this guy comes up. <laughs> he found it on the driver's window. Driver rolls down his window. Hey, you dropped some suitcases away. He's back, and we look back, and there's like four or five people with suitcases and guitars and amplifiers. Their hair's a mess. Our back doors had come open a couple miles back, and all of our crap was flying out. So every time we would stop, they would pound on the van. My dad said, Go for it. Go for it. More crap would fly out. And my suitcase, I tire marks over. These guys were out of breath on their bicycles with guitars and suitcases. Oh my God. I said to my dad, I said, We should pay these guys. He said, No, we should just get in. Let's go. <laughs> Classic. Okay, so what we need is a couple minutes of Sean Carson. You talk to your fans, Sean. Well, I'm going to tell you what. I say this a lot, and I don't want anyone to think I'm ever not genuine when I say it, but I just appreciate whatever facet that the, that the folks come and listen to me or come and see me. It's not about spending money on merchandise. It's not about spending money on CDs. What it's about is the fact that y'all are tuning in in whatever way you can. Uh, some folks don't do Facebook. That's fine. I've, I've sang to them on Messenger or whatever. But just the fact that there's a lot of crazy going on in the world. There's always a lot of negativity wherever you look. But, you know, there's always music. We were just talking a second ago about the power of music. And it's funny where I'm at now. Uh, the things that excite me are, you know, people like Teresa Kay. And I've got a super fan that I call her out in um, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Um, and I've got some super fans in the Philippines. And it's all about music. And I get such a thrill out of being able to give them just a little bit of happiness, whatever that, if it's 10 minutes for the day, if it's an hour when they tune into my live stream, so be it. But it, it makes my day. It really does. So I don't want anyone to think that I ever take it for granted or I'm ever put out by learning a song for somebody. I, I love it. I'm here to do it, you know. But yeah, go to SeanCarsonCountryMusic.com is my website. It's S-E-A-N, SeanCarsonCountryMusic.com. As my website and then facebook.com uh, forward slash Sean Carson Country Music. I've got merchandise on both uh, both pages and some dates. And I'm going to have a Cam Fletcher uh, tassel tease. It's going to be big. <laughs> Thank you, Cam. Thank you, Sean. Thank you both so much. Cam, good to meet you. And Brenda, always good to see you. Thank you so much.